<laughs> Sue, we are back for another fantastic edition of Science Friction. Whoop, whoop. And, we don't uh, have a theme song. <laughs> no, we don't have a theme song. We need somebody to write a theme song for us. And and you've brought some surprise guests with us this time. Don't get yeah. excited. It is not, not Robert Hayes. <laughs> 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 but we have our old friends. And I mean, well, they're not old, but they're friends who we've known for a long time. The man with the plan, Mike Donis. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Good to be back. <laughs> Been good too, to be too back. long. Very good. Way longer than it should have been. Right? And then, man, I don't know how you dug him up, Sue, but I'm so glad <laughs> to see him. The Lindsay Lewis. Howdy. Oh, man. So good to see you, my friend. As usual, I don't know if you boys know the routine, but we watch a classic 80s, well, let's put that in quotes, classic <laughs> 80s TV show that maybe have lasted a season or less, and we kind of look at it, decide whether we want to reboot it, revive it, or just retcon it out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's kind of weird to start with because it was a sequel to the John Carpenter 1984 movie Starman, which, by the way, Jeff Bridges nominated for an Academy Award for this yeah. role. Very didn't get it. I know that. I didn't get it. He didn't was it. nominated. But I mean, you know, people talk about genre film not getting, you know, proper respect. 1984, yeah. man. Jeff Bridges nominated for science yeah. fiction. The dude. Awesome. Yeah. Right? Although I do feel like I do feel like in that era, like maybe 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 Spielberg sort of ignited it, but I feel like there were a few Oscar noms for for genre stuff from like the late seventies to the mid eighties. You know, oh yeah, like eighty six, like, man, Aliens, mm-hmm. Aliens, and we and 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 like was Ray Close Encounters nominated for probably more like oh, tech yeah. awards and stuff. Tech though. awards for yeah. yeah, yeah, but like I think I think Raiders got a director. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and Best Picture nod. Picture, yeah. Even yeah. though that's an adventure movie, and and Star Wars got a nom as well, and like so, I feel like yeah, if only if only things were still like that little window of time. Yeah. Although they it's been a long do... time since I saw the movie, but an argument could be made that it was more a love story that was just like oh, set totally with a, an yeah. alien. It's, it's all about. <laughs> there was know, a lot of comparisons with... to ET too because they were all. I think similar. Yeah, I think for. For the Oscars, I think there's almost an honor of not being nominated because y- will your movie stand the test of time is more important than what movie yeah. actually won. So That's in right. a way, it's kind of nice to not be on that list because it's almost like you sold out if you were nominated. <laughs> there you go. Why not to both? everybody who was not nominated. I want it all. I would want I would want to make a sci-fi movie that does win Best Picture and then it's even still around. Right. And still around. That was in 84, and then in 86, Michael Douglas produced a sequel TV series, Starman, with Robert Hayes in the lead role, and kind of brought him, brought the alien character back to Earth, and uh, all of a sudden he's got a teenage son, and I'm sorry, but the time frame doesn't work on that. <laughs> I don't want to be a dick, He comes back 13 late years later. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they all still dress the same. Space well, changes a man. <laughs> right, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I still dress the same. <laughs> that's fair. All More right. Or less. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Robert Hayes comes back as the alien, and you know is once again pursued by the government, and and is you know trying to find Jenny Hayden. And let's be clear: as much as I adore Erin Gray, she is not Karen Allen. But we don't get to her in the pilot. No, we don't get to. Her. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to throw it open. And before I give my two cents, I want to hear what everybody else. I'll, I'll just say this. Um, I was watching the whole episode and the whole time I was half distracted. So I'm like, why do I know this face so well? And it took me, <laughs> it took me right at the last second. I go like, 
that's Robert Hayes um, from airplane. Uh, airplane. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, cool. I wish this were the airplane. Right. Where I watch it. No, no. I, like, well, they, they did have a part where he drank with a drinking problem, technically. So that yeah. was technically in there. Apparently so, huh? in another, like a future episode, there's some nod to airplane as well. Yeah. I can't remember what it is now, but I read it in the trivia or bloopers or, or not bloopers, but behind the scenes stuff of the the series. And also and Greg and, Brady. And, and <laughs> also if this movie this show should have a theme song, you want it to be Bowie Star Man. So the whole time I'm like, someone right. say, There's a star man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I do like the fact that they had this kind of slower theme music for the opening credits to kind of juxtapose all the things that were happening. I'm like, okay, you're kind of nodding the Carpenter's score there and I kind of get the nods, but yeah, I'm going to not talk anymore because I'm very opinionated about this one. <laughs> oh, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> Who had, like, Mike, you had not seen the series when it aired the first not time. Not seen the series or the, or the movie, the original either. <gasps> I know. I went. I, I know. I think I saw the movie there once. There are a lot of things I haven't seen. We've discovered this over the years. It's always <laughs> a shock. It's I, I like for some reason that there's elements. I think it's because I used to work in a video store. I have an encyclopedic knowledge of so many things regarding movies, but I haven't necessarily actually seen them. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. You know, such and such from this year, starring so and so, directed by so and so, and the cover looked like that, but I don't, I haven't actually yeah. seen yeah. it. Yeah, sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, uh, it was funny because uh, when watching it, I, I, I was, I wasn't sure what to expect because I hadn't seen anything before. Uh, and I thought it was a little, a little slow moving at first and a little confusing, but then by the end of it, I was like all in and I was like, you know what? I would watch this show for sure. <laughs> got into it. So it's good too, because like, yes, it helps if you've seen the movie before, but even if you haven't, you can kind of get what's going on eventually. Oh, yeah. Like it'd be like, Oh, what the hell? And the blood and the snow and, and stuff. And then he like, and most, important, most <laughs> but, importantly, the synth music. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the best part. The, yeah, it's <laughs> honestly when you hear that, uh, it just it's not to use the word cheesy, but there's just something cheesy in a good way when you hear a synth. Yeah, uh, and it just it brings you back to a nostalgic feeling, and it just it. I don't know if it's like a show for me, but it definitely felt like a, a four thirty after school show you'd watch, or maybe you're at a cabin or in a dark uh, basement and you could kind of enjoy uh, the adventures and there's a mix of comedy and sort of sci-fi mystery. So it, it's kind of fun. It's not like, exactly for, and I agree with Mike, it was a little slow off the top, but yeah. there's room, they're planting seeds for mystery of uh, where will this go and will it be a fun adventure? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a good I, setup pilot for sure. Yeah, like I, I felt like by the time it, it got rolling, like I, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of the pacing stuff, there's obviously just like 80s TV had a different pace than what we we're used to anyhow. And yeah. then at the same time too, there's probably also a lot of stuff that if they didn't take their time with it, I would have really been lost because I hadn't seen the movie. So I, I'm not even in hindsight blaming them for it. I, because I, I, I don't, I, it, you know, it's one of those things if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And by the end of the episode, I was all in. So for me, I'm sort of like, you know what, maybe, maybe that was what it needed to be for someone like me who was going in completely blind. So yeah. I don't know. Like I, I literally have no way. Like they would have had to take that into account that not everyone would have seen the movie. Right. And yeah. they'd just be like, oh, it's eight o'clock on Thursday. I'm going to watch Starman. <laughs> Cause I have day. to wait an hour <laughs> for cheers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
All right. Fair enough. I'm, I think I'm going to be the odd man out on here because I, I remember liking it as a kid because I love the movie. I've read the novelization of the movie. I was like John Carpenter, man. He's like my he's well one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I watching it now. I'm like, I, I couldn't get into it because it didn't seem to tonally. It seemed to shift a lot, whereas the film, you there were, they dealt with grief and love and all this stuff, whereas tonally in the series, I found them shifting from well, we're going to show you this guy who's supposed to be the bad guy, but he doesn't even really seem very threatening. <laughs> um, like the government guy? Right, yeah. He's, I'm just like, yeah. nobody's scared of you. <laughs> so suck it up. And You're just a I, typical bumbling federal agent who can't do his job. Right? Yeah. And we got that from the A-team. So, I mean. Yeah. Uh, two, and uh, Autumn. Two, no. Two, uh, two things yeah, really kind quick. Of Two quick, two things really quickly. One, just to make Tim mad. My favorite John <laughs> Copper, my favorite John Carpenter movie is Escape from L.A. And yeah, man, do me. it. Okay, okay. I thought that would make you mad. For no, some man, reason, I've got that a makes me right sad here. that it didn't. Um, <laughs> it makes me sad that it didn't make you mad. Uh, and. <laughs> Well, because Tim and I have a thing where he loves Jaws, and I know for a fact that Deep Blue Sea is the greatest shark movie of all time. So I just have to put that out there. How do I exit this chat? I can't. (laughs) You hit the you hit the X, and then you go rent and watch the greatest shark movie of all time, Deep Blue Sea. I've seen seen Deep Blue Sea. I just think that I think you haven't you haven't seen it correctly. I would would sit through Jaws: The Revenge again before I watch Deep Blue Sea again. Wow. I, a... I absolutely didn't hate Deep Blue Sea. I enjoyed it. I, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it, you know, for an afternoon, whereas Jaws to me is like not just the greatest shark movie of all time, but one of the greatest movies of all time. So for me, it's... it's, it's, it's... Uh, you know what? I agree with you that it is one of the greatest movies of all time because it led to the greatest shark movie of all time. <laughs> getting, but we are getting off track. We are getting off track. I'm going to change my background. Point. <laughs> my, my, the second point I was trying to make, besides trying to make Tim mad, but it didn't work, is um, I actually agree with Tim a bit where, because I know we're trying to wait till the end to say what we think of the show or what we would do with it. Um, I I thought it was a little slow paced and there's enough of it, but it was, I wasn't sure if it, like, if it should have leaned more to comedy or mystery. And I just felt like I you ask yourself, would I watch the next episode? Mm-hmm. And for, for me there wasn't enough there to me go like, I'll see you next Wednesday or whatever. <laughs> You're like, it's a no yeah. for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Randy Jackson, you know, <laughs> but if, uh, if you were to reboot it or re- revive it or whatever word you want to use, if they did it in a way where they shot it the way it shot eighties, but it was kind of like 21 drum street, how they did it with like Channing Tatum and um, Jonah, that would be a fun potential show. You know, if they went with more cheesy like in the comedy, one, go either deliberately yeah. comedy or deliberately mm. serious. Yeah, but no, but shoot it like it. kind of look low budget, look 80s with a synth, but have more fun with it and more goofy and like cameos. I think that could be a fun movie or show potentially. Huh. Do you not think that the the actual because obviously like when we're watching something that's so uh, literally dated, I feel like <laughs> I almost can't I can't I can't watch it with modern sensibilities i have to try to take it for what it is so i almost don't consider that its style is a negative because it's just what was neutral like that's just how they made tv back then right yeah yeah, do you think do you think though that the story itself might not work even if you made it earnestly today with today's sensibilities do you think the story wouldn't because i almost feel like the mandalorian is sort of doing what this does in many ways it's just a little star wars version of it right but there's some dude who doesn't know the kid and they meet up and then they have to go find where he comes from and they go on a quest and people are trying to stop them. 
right? Well, I think uh, I think a couple a couple tweaks, and you could make it a present day. Uh, oh, for sure, twenty twenty three kind of show, and it could work. Uh, mm-hmm. It just maybe you need to have a little bit more to of the movie or the story that you want to tell off the top. So a new viewer like yourself and my, myself are kind of like, okay, I get it. I'm in for the ride, but mm-hmm. I think have some action, a little bit of sci-fi mystery, but add some comedy to it. If you're remaking the eighties show, if you're making the new one, you could go either comedy or you could just go straight up action, bigger budget show, maybe shot in Vancouver kind of sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's Vancouver. <laughs> No, I agree with the whole, like, you revive it and completely ignore the TV series. Like, do a sequel to the movie. Not necessarily bring Bridges back, but do a sequel to the movie today and make it a little more... Yeah, you can't bring Bridges back. He's doing TV. No, but I mean, like, the character was like... Like, he took over a dead guy's body. But, I mean, maybe one of those little glowing balls, they've got the the genetic structure still. I think it's a a complete refresh. I think it's a complete refresh, like a retooling of of the show or movie. It's like no, like, Jeff Bridges, no Robert Hayes. It's got to be a new person, um, you know. I think. Yeah, I I think if you did it with Jeff Bridges, it would would suffer the Terminator problem where, like, (laughs) like, how did he age (laughs) out of the silver ball? You know? Yeah. Totally. No, I, I think that would definitely be the way to do it too, because I think that um, I mean I feel like with a lot of a lot of television series that they're making today, they 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 they, they you know they reboot as as they call it rather than rather than uh, sequelizing the the original thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it it allows them to they're just not locked into anything. Like if there's literally anything that they didn't like or anything about like the soul of it even that they wanted to tweak now that they're not they're not beholden to the canon right they can yeah. choose to, yeah to they can pick and choose stuff stuff yeah yeah take the stuff that they know they like yeah. and and then uh sort of just ignore literally anything else so that would probably be how they would do it what i what i want them to or would i rather see a jeff bridges thing yeah, get <laughs> jeff bridges in. that'd be awesome i'd love that <laughs> And or Robert Hayes too, get him back. Yeah, get why not? Because they could maybe maybe it could be a buddy a cop thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alien cop too. I don't know. <laughs> they could do something too, because I mean, he he cloned an actual person, so and that person has died, but he he's essentially supposed to assimilate into his life. I mean, that doesn't last very long. He Ooh. he's on the run immediately, pretty much. Right. Um, but like that guy that he took over had like quite a CD, <laughs> CD background. <laughs> so if you're running into people that you're supposed like travelers, right? Like they took over an actual person yeah, and had maybe. to like the the guy who was in the kid's body had to go home and like live with the kid's parents and go to school and stuff. Um, so like having something like that where he has to like go into a life and and live that life as if he's that person while trying to like do whatever his mission is or whatever his goal is without tipping off everyone in the world that he's a freaking alien because <laughs> everybody in this series in the pilot at least took it very well except the government guy that was hunting him from the movie right yeah. everybody just kind of took it in stride yeah like, oh yeah yeah he's like fine. my mom left me a tape i've got the tape and you're an alien and i'm your son <laughs> so let's go yeah. give me that yeah, silver ball back <laughs> Yeah. But a good revenge story. Maybe we don't know the plot line, and maybe that government official is just trying to stop a crazy, you know, space a starman. I'm about to call it space man, but no, um, it yeah, it's like 
there, I, with Tim saying there's not a big threat with him, but potentially I don't know what happens going forward with the show, but maybe he becomes threatening or maybe understanding by the end, but you do have to have a, a good villain or a good threat, but it wasn't there, but it wasn't there yet. Maybe, you know? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Yeah. I didn't feel, I didn't feel particularly terrified of him either, but I did, I did feel like he was an adversary that was an obstacle and that that would be a big deal for them. So I wasn't like afraid of him, but I did feel like, yeah, for, you know, like for a, for a PG, you know, you know, primetime television series. Yeah. He, he was suitable to, you know, it, cause if he was, if he was such a good bad guy too, then it would be sort of almost like, well, why can't he beat him? Like, how come he, you know, yeah. like, the fact that it's sort of middling, I think almost works for long form television. That's, that's not done in like a Netflix style where it's like, you know, written with a beginning, middle and end where it's got to possibly go on for 17 seasons if it's successful. <laughs> it's almost better. It's almost better in a way to have the guy be, be uh, not like, like more, more Dr. Claw than, than uh, <laughs> Gruber. You know what I mean? Now that so. was a really solid 80s reference. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hans Gruber or Claw. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. Oh, Sue, what are you thinking? I mean, I love, I remember loving it as a kid and I enjoyed watching it again this time. Like Chris Barnes is really cute as a, he, he did very well for like a relative unknown. I feel like, um, yes, he came around a little too quickly. He went from like, who the hell are you? To, okay, I got this tape. <laughs> and i love my alien dad <laughs> and i miss my mom but i haven't seen her since i was three but um but yeah like i thought i thought both of them did a, a pretty good job and they had good chemistry together i thought robert hayes actually did really well with communicating the um just the he was the brad pitt eating peanut butter and meet joe black like the the, the wonder of like being in a human body and like like every everything like trying to figure out how to smile and like learn a language and stuff because he was only here for three days before (laughs) um he just picks up things really quickly but i thought he did well at like at just being genuinely curious about everything going on around him and not getting like expressions that people use all the time and stuff um i thought he did well at communicating that sort of innocence i guess oh i'll back you up on that for sure yeah i mean that that was probably my favorite bits is like him not fitting in and the little changes yeah, yeah those I, I was totally digging that and like you said as a kid and then he'd man, like I try to use an expression this. but like not quite get it right, right? or not <laughs> use it in the right yeah. way or whatever yeah just i i think i seem to remember there were a lot of tv shows that were kind of sequels to movies in the 80s and they just a lot of them missed the mark and this one feels like it missed the mark like and like Lindsay said it just couldn't decide whether it wanted to be like lean into the comedy side of it or lean into the mystery side of it and honestly or maybe they weren't purposely trying to be funny but it was funny to us as it being dated (laughs) but we have to give a shout out to the special effect we have to give a shout out to the special effect of the blue stuff uh, around the screen come on that's classic (laughs) 80s and it's like go with it have fun it's cheesy it reminded me of being in like 
film school when I'm or like high school film class when I'm like 13 or 14 and you're figuring out all of the the default effects that you can put on stuff and the, there's star like wipe pays. yeah stuff right. like that. <laughs> yeah yeah that, oh I miss that stuff sigh <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to shoot a film very soon is what we'll have to do there you go right we can make our own sequel yeah no that. problem as soon as chris columbus gets in i want a silver a galaxy spear. high <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's what tim and i do too we basically rewrite everything and like how we would do it now and then we're like okay chris columbus call us <laughs> okay yeah i don't know who's got the rights to this now i wonder if it's still like if michael douglas still has like creative control over it or whatever or if he was just an executive producer on it Weird. look into it maybe you can buy it Right? I'd be like, hey, Michael Douglas. <laughs> was he ever on the show? Or did he just... No, he just kind of... I think he just kind of was... He worked behind the scenes like he was the producer or executive producer on it. Yeah. Which yeah. didn't mean the same thing then as it does now. Like, executive producers are kind of the showrunners, whereas I think he just kind of... He had some creative control on it, but I don't think he had a lot. He just he just liked the movie and wanted a sequel. <laughs> Respect. But he wasn't in the movie either. Is that no. correct? So nope. he just he was just a fan and he was like, hey, let's make this. That's what I think. I've got happened. money. Let's make a TV show. That's, that's kind of cool. That's I like that. I mean, he, he was busy well, being. You uh, might say Michael Douglas is a star, man. Oh, oh no. well, sort of done. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ouch. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. Well, let's go around the horn. Who uh, do we reboot it? Revive it? Recon it? What do we do? Oh, and then I would reboot. Yeah. Reboot the series or the or the film. Sorry. The series. Okay. I I can't I, speak to the film really because I just read the Wikipedia description before we came on the call. because uh, it's been like I literally saw it when it came out and that was it. I have no I have no nostalgia factor for it. <gasps> I don't really have any memory of it. I don't have much memory of this either, but I have more of it than <laughs> than I do of did, the did movie. you both watch all of this like back when, or like the whole season back in the day yeah i totally did watched yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i'd read the novel for the for the film so i was just like yeah starman every week yeah and it lasted like 22 episodes so they kind of knew what they were doing yeah. you know for the time but yeah i still think they should just kind of forget that tv series and do a direct sequel to the to the yeah. movie and give us a whole new kind of story i think they i would go with the tv reboot uh route kind of uh where's the movie I, I just don't know if it'd land. Whereas if they, like I said, if they add a little bit of funny, but put some budget and make it a really fun sci-fi show, I mm -hmm. do think they could get an easy uh, 10 episode one season and see how it plays. But I think there's enough that they could do a reboot with it um, and find the right audience. Yeah. I think I'm going to go on the reboot camp as well, because I think that it's a shit like, for example, like I hadn't seen it nor, nor had I even heard that there was a series. So I didn't know. <laughs> And, and and that, I think, alone is indicative of the fact that there probably wouldn't be a huge audience for direct continuation, but that if you were to do a, a, a reboot, you would, you would get the fans of the original knowing what it is, but you would just sort of present it as its own thing. And if you hadn't heard of it before, you would just think it was a new show and, and, yeah. and its own continuity, just taking from the, from the show or the original movie the stuff that from the IP that you like, you know, mm -hmm. and sort of doing its own, its own. Some I mean, the movie ends with, or not ends, but like he, he gets her pregnant. <laughs> he impregnates her. 
in the movie. So like flashing forward however many years to their kid isn't like that's it's built in. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, now if you want a sequel, like, like that's where you start is with like their kid. 40 something, almost 40 something and suddenly discovers that, oh, I'm part alien. <laughs> yeah. Could cast Chris Barnes in it now, and he's got his own kids that are like quarter. In- <laughs> <laughs> it could be fun. I could back that up. Yeah, I would. I would give that show a shot. All yeah, right. Sure. So there we go. We just need to find out who's got it and get them and get us all in the writing room. We'll talk to yeah. Michael Douglas first, and then we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll give him a call. I got him on speed dial. Nice. Yeah, you just call him with your silver spear. That's right. <laughs> Tell him I love Romancing the Stone. Well, there we go, Sue. What do you think? All right. Not bad. Not bad. It's good having other people in. It, this, actually, this was great. I was, And it was a nice, pleasant surprise to have it happen live <laughs> for me, which was great. So, gentlemen, thank you so much. I was much like, I'm going to let Tim time. in last. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. And feel free to come back anytime to round out this cast and our discussions. And we'll torture you with more 80s television. So there's that. <laughs> I love it. I'd come back in a second. Very cool. All right. Well, Sue, that kind of wraps up this episode. I think we all kind of landed on the whole reboot idea. Yeah. Right? And uh, yeah. So find me. Well, actually, let's go around the horn with the gentleman. Where, where do we find you on Twitter, guys? I don't have Twitter anymore. Ooh. Oh, Mike. Oh. Are you a mastodon I, I, now? I, I got rid of the boat and I got rid of everything. I don't even. I'm not. I'm not the same man. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram. You can call uh, Mike Donis on Instagram. Very nice. You can find me on Instagram, the Lindsay Lewis. But more importantly, you can find me and yourself on the Warner Brother website, their YouTube, where you can rent and watch that shark classic, DPC. <laughs> Thank you. God bless. Oh, dear. Deepless Blues. My head is like a shark's fin. LL Cool J. But Mama said, knock you out. um i am at mind reels and sue you are at mara jade 29 sm yes you are so make sure you find us on spotify soundcloud or you can watch the wonderfully you know fun video on youtube (laughs) the horrifically unedited video on youtube you get to hear all the ums and the ahs and the and the what the what the what the um and then (laughs) join us next week when we dig into another 80s classic or at least uh something in that vein which we won't tell you what it is because we're not quite sure what it is we don't we haven't decided yet (laughs) (laughs) but join us next time and if you have any ideas for what we should watch next let us know we will have a look